this is J.B. Curtis. Yeah, this is what happened previously on Bad Role Models. Don't pay any attention to anything that happened with pooping. Thank you. Uh, as opposed to pointing fingers and laying blame, Troy. <laughs> I seem to remember the dungeon master fanning most of those flames. <laughs> That's true. What? That's true. What do you mean by that? The dungeon master is here to promote peace and harmony. A thing that people represents envy. <laughs> And, uh, it, it takes a couple of snails. You just have to like keep on like. She's getting me down. Get a Q-tip. <laughs> and he's, he's, I just want to surprise Doctor Apocalypse on the toilet. He's <laughs> just like really intimidating, but he doesn't have pants on. <laughs> Who let you in here? <laughs> But about role models, where the first editions of classic RPG games go to get reanimated like zombies to walk the earth until we are done with them. We're still playing Villains and Vigilantes, the first edition from the 80s, and it's sort of set in the 80s. And I've been accidentally calling this one The Island of Dr. Apocalypse, but technically we're doing Death Duel with the Destroyers, which is the first part of the kind of overall Dr. Apocalypse module set, as it were. And we're going to get back to it. We're in the process of meeting the Destroyers this episode. I also have to point out that this is the first episode we did kind of during the pandemic, and we're adjusting the sound a little bit, so bear with us as that goes on. And also, if you have an extra second, please listen to the end of the program. There'll be some information about our live appearance coming up at ArmadilloCon this weekend. When I am game mastering... I will not be using the voice of Matthew Bay. I will be using the voice of the narrator. This will be the sound of terror. The sound of danger and death. This is the sound of your game master. Game Master, if you can keep that voice up for 30 minutes, I owe you a kolache. I will be waiting for that kolache, Katya. <laughs> I will not break my character. Okay. And my sheer power of narration. Unless yeah, it's, uh, serving them pre-order, so there you go. <laughs> yes, you, you ready? Your face when the last... Yes. Oh, I was just going to point out how your face is the closest to the camera, which makes it, <laughs> you know, the most uh, sinister of us all. I am the most sinister and the least trustworthy of anybody here. <laughs> so, our first, our first adventure in the new format. We have <laughs> on the top of Montuuri Tower, we have our heroes, Blizzard and Mullist Master, standing before the destroyers who have just landed in their gyro helicopter. Meanwhile, three stories below, deep within the secret headquarters of the destroyers in the top four floors of the Montuuri Industries building, 
are the remaining bad role models, who, as you recall, are Katya and Troy, exclamation point, the very charismatic android. Lingering <laughs> <laughs> upon shortly. Meanwhile, the Annihilator has stepped forth from the gyro jets facing our heroes, Blizzard and Mollusk Master, and he opines to them, I am the Annihilator! I am the General of Zorn! You shall soon feel my... But, unbeknownst to Annihilator, our heroes <laughs> had prepared the surface of the hangar with a special transmogrified soup of slippery slime. And on that note, the Annihilator slips and falls straight on his bumpkin. <laughs> Are you ready to game, bad role models? Are you ready yeah. for <laughs> So many questions. You have not seen yet, Troy. Although we will forgive you and listen to what you have to say. <laughs> you are so forgivable. He's a most Android body. Next. So as as Mollusk Master and Blizzard <laughs> congratulate themselves on their victory. Yeah. High five. High five. <laughs> Virtual. Uh -huh. The Annihilator says, You, you foolish humans, you dare to tumble the Annihilator? How <laughs> you should know that I can fly! And at that. Wait, did he say fly? He yes, can or... fly. He is not oh. lying, Ellis Master. I thought you said fry, like he so was going to like make an omelet or something. <laughs> but I can also fry! And then with that, he fires twin beams of blaster pulses from his wrist cannons straight at the Mollusk Masters. <gasps> so you now have power blasts coming straight at your face, Mollusk Master. Um... Is that a real gun? It's a BB gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> got props. Like, uh, I didn't know we were supposed to bring props. What's well, I just realized that I was that I was like, oh yeah, I have like nine millimeters in this game. So yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you take seventeen hit points of damage as the twin beams of power blast blast from Annihilator as he flies up from the ground and hurdles at you. Mm. That means business. It was 17, you say? Subtract 17 from 111. Yeah. Yes, okay. The answer to it may that... may take is, me a while. What is that? Well, I think it's 94. It could very well be. I'm... I'm we I have do a cat on my lap. You can't see, but I have, a, I have a cat on my lap right now. You can't see, but... So I make arithmetic okay. very difficult. Yeah, exactly. So you take you take you take the full force of the power blast on your 
carapace of clamshell and mucus. A mm. carapace that had been carefully stitched back together since your previous encounter using spackle and <laughs> and gorilla glue. And right. now you hurt <laughs> backwards at full force, oh. colliding. Oh, because of the, the slippery floor. It's a slippery floor, but also oh. part of the dynamics of this game is whenever somebody takes damage, it corresponds to them moving. As you can see here, our observer is on top of this five-story building, and when the projectile follows this arc down to the ground... <laughs> so you propel backwards, and you slam into the concrete reinforced wall Ooh. and blast a hole into it. Wow. And follows you into the sky. Wait, I, I got blasted out you of the building? You blasted clean through the wall into outer space. Well, wow. it's above the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere between outer space and the street. It is It is outer space in comparison to the hangar. Yes. <laughs> Man. At this point... It, uh, 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 to the side. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, everybody at this point should roll for initiative. Which, do you recall what that is? I don't quite it's remember two now. D10 plus your agility. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting really close there, Bewitch. <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> oh, piss. Nothing that Troy says is true. <laughs> just so... Much like our equivocating dungeon master. Sorry, game master. Yes. Everything I say is fiction. Deadly, deadly fiction. <laughs> So as you stand, as Blizzard stands in the hangar, marveling at the gaping hole in the side of the wall, a, she sees out of the corner of her eye one of the hatches of the gyrocopter open and a strange man crawls out of the hatch. He is perhaps... Slightly smaller than you would expect a man to be. <laughs> a real man. <laughs> Up the side of the, of the gyrocopter, leaps onto the side of the hangar wall and scurries across, it, across the vertical, vertical surface as easily as a man scurries across a horizontal one. And he looks... <laughs> Over his shoulder at Blizzard, and he says, You won't be able to catch me. I think I will say hi to your friend. And as she watches, he slips through a hatch in the side of the wall and disappears. On our way to us. It's a rat man. I'm going to introduce myself to your friends. Next. 
So, yeah. Temple, so Templeton the Rat from Charlotte's Web is headed your way. I was voiced by Paul Lind. Me. Yeah, exactly. This entire uh, action sequence of Charlotte's Web. You would not know until mm. it's too late. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm terrified, so. I know. <laughs> I've always been afraid of rats. Why did it have to be rats? <laughs> Remember when April was turned into a pillow? That was a sad day. <laughs> <laughs> Here she comes. We see we shift our perspective out into <laughs> the open air above the streets as our hero Mollusk Master plummets to his death. We do well, not now. know yet. Yes, Mollusk Master, okay, do you have finished. something to say? I guess no, please say now. Say what well, you have to say. Okay, does my flight kick in automatically? Or what? Well, you have to have a turn. It takes more than one turn, though, for you to plummet to your death, Mollusk Master. Okay. Meanwhile, hovering above you, resplendent in his Zorn battle armor, the Annihilator regards you coolly. So he's following me? Oh, he flew out of the wind, out of the hole right after you. He is almost cheek to jowl with your I'm, resplendent molluskiness. I'm a little embarrassed that I made a hole big enough for him to just fly through so easily. You know? Oh, it was. <laughs> clam armor. It was an astonishing use of the dynamics of structural integrity and basic hits that I did not bother to explain to you. Yeah. However. It was enough force to knock you backwards, and he followed with his his booted uh, feet pointed as he flew. <laughs> Wait, now, does he have a jetpack-type boots or whatever? Jet boots? He does not have... Well, maybe we should... You should ask that question of the man himself. The greatest man, Annihilator. Now, do you have natural flight, I'm asking him, or do you have those jet boots? Human mullet creature, don't you know that I am the Annihilator? I have the power of the entire Zorn Armada. The Zorn Armada flies through space, so why should I not fly here? So jet boots? Then. No, it's just flying. Just <laughs> I can also engage hyperflight. If I am in the vacuum of space, I can go faster than the speed of light itself. Oh, I thought it was like you just get all hopped up, you know, on something and then fly. I was like, you know. Oh, it is more than that. It is the power. Of Zorn. Mm. But I should introduce myself. You exactly. I'm curious what Zorn is now. No creature has withstood the power of my blaster rays unscathed before. Not even the Quabblich of the Imperion Nebula. They 
became slime immediately upon the power of my blaster rays. Yet you have withstood it. And even though well, so you are slow, I shall hit you again and again before you hit the ground. But tell me now, who am I standing before, Mollusk human? Well, I guess you're not exactly standing, <laughs> you know, per se. Metaphorical when I speak like that. Um, I do that. Metaphor is something that came from Zorn first. <laughs> Great. I need. Where is Zorn exactly? Up in space. Okay. <laughs> is Zorn an acronym? <laughs> <laughs> we love acronyms. It is. Zorn is an Not every human, but just at least. We Actually, do. I can't take part in this conversation. I'm not in the room, so I'll just be quiet. Sorry. Well, you're, you're telepathically linked. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I asked <laughs> yeah, for you. I heard the question from Mullis Master's <laughs> own brain. He was thinking so loudly. Yeah. Basically, his his lips have been moving every time you say anything. Yeah. So. I'm so, taking any, I'm taking all questions. It is the next. It is, it is the sound of triumph in battle. It is the sound of the Galactic Imperium, and the Emperor who took it very harshly when I tried to overthrow him a little while ago. However, I shall make a home for myself here among you measly humans and mollusk men, and whatever else is here. But first. Let me hurt you again. <laughs> Wait, we didn't talk about me. Sorry, you, you didn't introduce yourself yet. What we did... talk... I know, we didn't have a chance. To... Well, you, you have mollusks on your planet? That's fascinating to me. I have been spending... Because you knew about a mollusk. On this planet yours, eating sushi. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you haven't, you know... You've only seen one side of the great uh, world of mollusks, then. <laughs> if, if it's just been uh, some shrimp on a roll or something. But I want you to know before you die that not only am I the Annihilator, I am Zorbach R. Torestor. That's my full name. Oh. What does the R stand for? Just <laughs> not a letter. It is A R R. Zorba. Ah, okay. Sorry. Forrester. <laughs> yeah. But you shouldn't. You would not understand basic Zorn naming. So Can you're I... like a space pirate or something. General. R. Yeah. By the emperor. But once I have. My own army of superhumans here, which I am forming with your cooperation of a certain if, other individual. If and, this is an Amway pitch, hard pass. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> How would you like to be able to clean everything in your house with one solution? <laughs> it's an intergalactic Amway. Sounds like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> the new term is MLM. <laughs> I will simply use my disintegration ray. I am switching it up. Are you ready? 
Well, doesn't Miles until, get a chance to shoot back? Until yeah, until my turn, I guess I. Uh, turn, which is not for a while. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes, be careful, Mollusk Master. You are up against a most formidable foe. I promised you there would be danger. This is the first hurdle you stand <laughs> against, Mollusk Master. All right. Well, hit me with your worst, then. Uh... <laughs> now you should make your rule to see if oh, your yeah. active clam armor withstands this blow. <laughs> I'm going to change that. I'm going to active clam armor. Um, that is a poetic kenning. Hmm. Okay. From one to one hundred, there is no zero. Yeah, I got uh, forty-nine. Forty-nine. Then you take eleven points oh. of damage to your oh. reactive armor. Shoo! Okay. This guy's tough. I am the Annihilator. I am very tough. Well, I didn't say that out loud. I don't want to give you a big head or anything. So next, uh, Katya. So I think I might try to power blast the window and head up, up to the uh, and head up to meet them and flank them from the entrance. So Rat Boy is coming up to me. <laughs> he is, but you can. I think you can still beat him. And oh yeah, I'm not worried about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty, you're pretty tough, but I, you can, you can still portal up to the, uh, to the hangar. Okay. If you want to. Yeah, yeah. So right now, um, what's his name? Yakety Yackerson, the guy who just blew. <laughs> yeah. Just blew the hole in the yeah. He blew the Mollusk Master. Mollusk Master. Um, I've said my name with Annihilator like twenty times. <laughs> annihilator. <laughs> Sorry, um, Taurus R. Dickerson or whatever his name was. Um, uh, you have not earned the right to call me by my full three-part name, including the R. Is R is R a preposition on your world? Does it mean like you are of Dickerson? You or seem to Dickerson? know much about names. So. <laughs> So, so I think <laughs> I, Annihilator's name should be filibuster. Okay, I had to get that out. All right, I'm done. Uh, so, uh, based on the fact that um, uh, uh, Troy and I are in like off, opposite ends of the initiative role, I think what I want to do is blast a hole in the window and use my power boots to head up to the hangar in the uh -huh. window. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you face yourself to an outer-facing, load-bearing wall, and with no respect at all for the architecture and cultural significance of the uh, Monturi Industries building, you blow a Katya-sized hole in it. Be sure to mark off the power use expenditure. And in the same motion, you fly out 
and you see in front of you as you as you fly two figures locked in mortal combat in the sky. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. It was some sort of stimulus response. <laughs> there is more movement inside the gyro jets. And out, oh, no. and out of that same hatch. No more rats. Another figure emerges. As his head comes out of the hatch and he blinks in the light of the hangar, you see that he wears a hood over his face with a jagged lightning bolt across it. And Harry he... Potter. <laughs> It could very well be Harry Potter, except he has no glasses. And he is way too old to be in school. And he comes out. And as he, he opens his mouth, and you wait for the Harry Potter accent to come out. And he says, Yeah, so uh, I guess... Uh, <laughs> I guess you guys are the enemies or something here, so... Uh, oh, he's, he's, from that so Canadian, he's from that Canadian school of uh, witchcraft. Well, I, I've got to, I can't tell you where I'm from. It's uh, You know it's, it's uh, secret identity kind of stuff. I'm not like the Annihilator. I don't go around giving everybody my full name, you know, and like, geez, it's like you could steal his identity and like open a credit card account in his name or something away he's like always oh, oh yeah my name's like you know like Lawrence <laughs> Arms, you know and you're like dude that's don't tell everybody who you are. What what are you doing? But <laughs> so yeah. um anyway, yeah so I guess I mean I I don't want to be a guy, you know, who <laughs> you know the way it goes, you know. So uh, I mean, there's there's lady in here, you know, that she's kind of expecting me to, you know, like kind of like be as a man, you know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just. Uh, Don't get caught up on all those uh, stereotypes and traditional expectations. Uh. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I normally I don't I don't uh, succumb to being you know a stereotype or anything, you know. I'm trying, <laughs> just trying to make a living here. Oh, okay. At any rate, so, uh, any any step, and he steps down out of the gyro copter. <laughs> and faces off against Blizzard, and he brushes a little piece of lint off of his lycra bodysuit, and he points a single. Index finger at Blizzard. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yikes. Shaking in my boots. <laughs> That's it. How would you know as a lightning guy? Jeez. I mean, I hadn't said anything yet. I mean, like, I I spent, like, a whole, like, like graduate degree studying lightning guys before I ended up, you know, in become a living embodiment of, like, some sort of, like, Indian lightning totem thing. And now you just kind of say, 
lightning guy is like i think it's a little bit uh a little bit demeaning you know to the cultures involved that you just like like flatten it all to just lightning guy when it's like it's <laughs> symbolism and like you know like cultural respect okay i anyway, apologize i'll be more mindful from this point forward thank you for being more mindful about that okay yeah. <clears throat> so yeah oh anyway here i'm gonna i'm gonna let the uh i'm gonna let the other guy talk to you about this what what just happened i, I don't know if i really want to talk about it tell me blizzard do you wish to roll with the punch that's about to happen to you oh i, I will do that that it is eight hit points Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. Okay, so I will let you take care of that math. All right, I have 38 power now. Meanwhile, I will write down what the electrocutioner has done. Now, of course, that 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 the individual who never introduced himself very rudely. Very rude. I mean, I mean, do you really want to know his name? Right. Um, do you? Do you? So, Mr. Lightning Person, um, what is your yes. name, Sorry. and 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 what's what's this about? Uh, you refer to um, Indians, I believe. You may have meant Native Americans or or Indigenous people of Canada. You know, I, so. I don't know if I like it too much. I mean, you might know too. You might. I mean, I, I don't want to tell you whether it's like Indians or Indians or or Native Americans or like Hindus. I mean, could be anything. <laughs> right. Like you it to like you know find my weakness or something, right? Yeah. No, but, I'm mainly um, just kind of you know want you to be mindful as well. If I'm going to. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Be to you that. <laughs> oh yeah. That's I mean. The first I, thing. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't want to tell you my real name because I mean, here I am doing villain, right? Yeah, okay, oh. what's your villain name? My villain name, uh, Electrocutioner. <laughs> because, um, uh, yeah, you know, it's like Electrocutioner because it's I use the electrocutions for for like on people. Oh, yeah, right. it's uh it's an onomatopoeia. Oh. Or it's uh, sorry, it's titular. <laughs> titular. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So uh, any rate, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna let go. Let the other guy take care of it now. Okay. <clears throat> sorry. I'll I'll just I'll just be quiet here and just wait for for my turn again. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, let's. Sorry. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to disturb you. I just forget about me. I'll, I'll just be quiet. Uh, I'll, right. I'll, bitch witch. Where exactly would bitch witch be right now? Perhaps. Perhaps there's a bit of smoke coming from underneath the closet door. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, I stumble out of the utility closet with a gun in my hand. <laughs> Bitch, what do you care to do now that you are fully engaged? Is there you, uh, an think, enemy to shoot at or anything? You are you are on the floor near Troy, and you as you stumble out, you see that charming android-bodied rogue in front of you. Hello, bitch, witch. Long time no see. 
are we being attacked by some verbose weirdos or something? <laughs> or are they trying to seduce us? I can't tell if it's like a <laughs> Right. It's hard to tell. Katya just left. I'm probably going to go down in a little while. <laughs> How was the utility closet? It was a little bit stuffy in there. I understand. Uh, but you know, I had to go, I had to find something that I left in there. I don't last time I was here. Would you like a Dasani oh. water to soothe your imminent cotton mouth? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Here you I, go. I, I put some quarters. How does it feel to have quarters? As we are on the same team, drinks are always complimentary. <laughs> oh, thank you. Here's your quarters back. <clears throat> uh, one lodge I worked at used to keep a bucket of quarters so we could feed it into the soda machine for sodas for ourselves. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But and it was a local soda maker, so it had all these like weird, awesome flavors. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say weird stuff floating in it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they had like you know like cherry limeade and mm. bird beer and lemon lime and that kind that sounds, of stuff. That sounds delightful. So is there like a hole in the floor that I can go through to get to bad people? Um, I, I punched a hole in the window, but that means you have to go, I just, re I realized you have to actually go up to get to that. So, If yeah. you care to go to the hangar, which is a floor, three floors above you, you have the movement to do that inside of you, should you wish. But you would not have much more time or energy after that, necessarily. I can fly? I do not believe you can fly. You have uh, awareness, willpower, what? and adaptation. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Heightened defense as well. Um... Troy, I'm not sure how I'm going to get to where everyone's at if they're all flying around. Uh, can you, like, catapult me? <laughs> well, I'll be moving probably several turns after you because of my lowered agility. But if you'd like to stick <laughs> around, I can create a portal through which we can both proceed. Okay, I like, I like I portals. Okay. Um, uh, I'd forego the utility closet and just bust out a joint while we wait. <laughs> we will gently pan away from the joint talking. <laughs> our favorite Sultan of Cold, our favorite Sultan of Star of Blizzard. It's Blizzard! <laughs> Now what do you care to do with this time allotted to you, lizards? Can I go? Can I make like an ice barrier, like between us, Certainly. for our protection? Yeah. So when everyone else gets here, we'll have something to protect us. So blizzards <clears throat> wait 
bare hands suggestively in the air, forming exactly like that, forming a sheer wall of armored ice between her and the people within the villains emerging from the gyrojet. No sooner has that wall erected in the middle of the hangar than the gyrocopter seems to lurch like a Mexican jumping bean, if that's not too offensive. <laughs> and it uh, emerges from inside the hatch. It pushes one arm out of the hatch and then barely fits its own bulbous head out of it. And then the other arm, it's huge, coruscated flesh rippling as it pries itself loose from the cramped quarters inside. And it, <laughs> and it stands up on top of the gyrocopter and the very wheels and struts of the gyrocopter thud under its weight. <laughs> I can't believe they left you up here, little Iceman. Well, let's see what I can do about that. Mine. He swaggers forward and cocks back one fist and throws it at the wall of ice. Yikes. This is a lot of villains. Yeah. And he, he seems like a strong one, like Bull. Yeah, I'm a lot of villain, all right. You're going to love me. My name is Behemoth. Do <laughs> 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 you want to know more? I don't know, do you? I mean, I can I, I can tell you my whole story. I, I'm not like that weirdo over there at the, the blind nail. I'll just tell you. Well, oh, never mind. Forget it. Okay, just forget. It. I, I I don't have to tell you nothing. I don't care. No, I don't care what you I, think of me. All I was gonna say was <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm out in want... outer space anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> outer space. Out. You mean like outside of the hangar, right? Yeah. Um, that. I mean that makes sense to me. So I had yeah I was a prisoner in like prison. <laughs> And they did uh, nuclear experiments on me. Oh, yeah. oh I, I, that's it. Pretty much. <laughs> so, the behemoth, his fist collides with the protective wall of ice. Crabbles. <laughs> and the sheer force of that meaty arm appendage splinters a full 11 cubic feet of ice into uh, delightful snow, mm -hmm. leaving only a little, basically, stoop, a curb of ice, practically. No! <laughs> barrier! Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid the structural rating of ice is only two per cubic feet. Whereas the fist of behemoth has quite a lot of power behind that punch. Mm. Oh. 
He sneers. And his face is even uglier when he does it. <laughs> <laughs> so is he is he are you talking like toxic avenger type of ugliness or it's it is indeed a face that has clearly seen the rigors of prison and nuclear experimentation <laughs> look at those doe eyes yes you know we're talking about you don't you troy all right <laughs> you are oh, finally we're waiting for the amazement of Troy. This is going to be a letdown for everybody concerned. I'm wondering if it, it, it's up to you. I'm, I'm wondering if you want to flank them or if you want to get behind the barrier with um, Blizzard. It, it, it's up. It's totally your call. But I'm just saying. I, I, I don't honestly. I had not even thought of the finer points of getting into the room. So that sounds good to me. Yeah. So you are going to attempt to flank the giant nuclear prisoner, and the strange Midwestern lightning man. Yes. <laughs> Bitch witch, come on, let's go. I will teleport us there. Hopefully we can avoid a tedious lecture from the Midwestern ice dude. <laughs> oh, lightning dude, sorry. Perhaps maybe even... <laughs> We perhaps we will have to endure a body positivity lecture from Behemoth. We will have to see. He's <laughs> <laughs> gun ready. So as Bitch Witch holds her ready, holds her niner ready for Hi. any trouble, even mm. though she has a perfectly, uh, perfectly serviceable. Uh, sapping ray that just takes away uh, enemies' power, whatever. She's using the gun. She's <laughs> <laughs> taking a gun with her, which, by the way, is pretty fashionable. <laughs> and <laughs> she stands to the left shoulder of our favorite, favorite android, Troy, who, ta- who reaches into himself and activates his prismatic warp coils deep in his gut. There we go. Across, rips open space and time itself and creates a glowing portal right in front of him. And he steps through into the terror that is the hangar. <laughs> and behind him, <laughs> perfectly, perfectly fashionable. Comes bitch witch with her gun. I <laughs> <laughs> was a very coy video pause. Good job, bitch witch. <laughs> All right. Now, as we've not even finished our first turn, <laughs> and all of our heroes are locked in combat, and Mullisk Master plummets in a terrifying scream. I'm not screaming. Oh, he's not screaming. He's whimpering. No. <laughs> oh. No. I'm perfect- Sounds like that for him. I'm perfectly uh, fine in the air. Perfectly fine. Could be worse. <laughs> sure. The he is not even the next one up. The next one is. 
the Annihilator. Oh. Well, Mullis Master, let me... Well, actually, maybe... Uh, should I attack you, or should I attack this newcomer with her clearly pilfered jet boots oh, heading my way? Hmm. Hmm. No, I uh, should ignore her until she proves herself worthy of the blast of the Annihilator. That's what you need to tell yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a much better target. Yes, you are a big, fat, ugly target. <laughs> <in the game. laughs> yeah, okay, that's... You did it this time, mister. Let us once again make you do the percentage roll against your reactive yeah. All right. Only my friends get to make fun of my low charisma, not you. <laughs> um, I'm not your friend. <laughs> I have uh, 83. Take off three more. Three? Three, is that all? Oh, no problem. Not every roll can be deadly. Mm. But some will be. Some will be very deadly indeed. <laughs> oh, nom, 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 bring, nom. bring back Annihilator. <laughs> the Gate Master's getting creepy. Yeah, okay, sorry, I'm here. I'm Annihilator! <laughs> uh, sorry I didn't hit, kill you outright. I'll do it next time. Yeah, that was pretty weak power blast. For disintegration ray. Next up is finally Mollusk Master. Okay. Well, you had um, to do Mollusk Master. You've had plenty of time to think about it. I know. Yeah. Well, can I? Um, does will it take a turn to just enable flight and get out of the falling situation, or can I just fly yeah. in some direction? You can fly wherever you want to go. Okay. Move and you would have an action as well. Okay, I want to fly past Annihilator and leave some kind of disgusting mollusky smell behind as I fly past him. That, and then I want to fly through the hole that I, you know, that I, my uh, clam armor made on the way out. Very well. And then what? Then I want to. Um, Get one of my mind control snails ready and throw it at Behemoth. Okay. Try to mind control him. Ah, it is the standard Mollusk Master playbook. <laughs> yeah. Find the biggest and stupidest and try and take over his mind. Hey, we, we like we like a plan that works. Um, I got a twenty. Oh, no. <laughs> that fails automatically. Maybe so as, as Master bursts through the hole in the wall, he throws, he reaches underneath one of his folds and picks out a little snail and tosses it at Behemoth, and it bounces off of Behemoth's forehead. And Behemoth <laughs> watches it scurry away, and he looks at you. Dude, what was that about? Come on, dude. Trying to, trying to knock me over with a snail? That's weird. You're weird. All of you are weird. You haven't, you, you haven't even seen the half of it. Oh, what? Uh, the weirdness <laughs> we have in store for you? I, I see the half of you, the weird half of you facing me. <laughs> that was a good one. Honestly. I have to admit. 
Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's a little more than half of his body. That's weird. Yeah, you haven't seen the full. <laughs> but I think that's what I said originally. It's I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're you're kind of so pitiable. It's almost cute. I I don't know. Well, whatever. Okay. As you turn your eyes from the ugly monstrosity that is Behemoth to the gyrocopter, what you hope is the last individual <laughs> gyrocopter steps forth, one sultry iron leg at a time. First comes the Iron Greaves with the stiletto iron heels. And above that, the iron thigh piece. And then the other leg, <laughs> similar armor. And then emerging after that, the iron breastplate and the iron helm. And she stands in front of you with an iron staff. And she says, God, what sort of people are these? They all look kind of weird. Are we supposed to hit them or something? <laughs> Bad role models are GM Matthew Bay, Jamie Manus as Troy, Kim Hill as Katya, Freddie Mercenary as Bitchwitch, Nikki Drayden as Blizzard, and me, S.G. Wilson as Mullis Master. So if you're in Austin this weekend, October 16th at noon, we'll be at Armadillo Con live. We're going to do a live show. It should be a lot of fun. Also, we'll be doing other panels about podcasting and another live broadcast of our other podcasts we do this week in the multiverse. And Nikki is going to be the guest of honor. So do you need any more reason to go, really? I mean, it'll be great. Otherwise, we'll be back next week. So in the meantime, stay bad and keep on rolling. <laughs>